welcome to Back to Open, a special series from the Parts Cast, where we're going to explore how food service community and food service operations, the restaurant world, is changing during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll be joined by industry experts who will share insight on new dining trends, business practices, equipment maintenance, and more. So you can get back to open in a safe, responsible way. Welcome to Back to Open, a special series from the Parts Cast. And today we're going to explore cleaning and not just sanit- we're not talking about sanitation, we're talking about disinfecting. So joining us today is Matthew Bergman, Director of Marketing, Marketing with Ecotech, uh, a company out of New York, a service company out of New York that's doing something unique and different in our industry helping customers get back to open. We're really here to start to think about now that we're getting getting back to open, some of the steps to get clean and make sure that customers are feeling comfortable and employees are feeling comfortable as they're, as they're coming into restaurants or food service operations in general to get back to work and make sure that everything is uh, where it needs to be. Uh, for for customers in food service operations to resume. So Matthew, thank you for joining us on the Partscast. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Before we dive in, if you could just give us a little bit about yourself and talk a little bit about Ecotech. Absolutely. So Ecotech and our partner company, uh, Tech Express, we're in the same building. It's an umbrella. And um, we basically have been known in the past for doing commercial kitchen installation and maintenance and preventative maintenance and warranty maintenance um we also do flooring with an amazing uh like flooring service where we install uh mold like odor and slip resistant flooring that forms a seal so like nothing no moisture can get underneath to cause any mold so we're really a full service organization but we've branched out like you said to get everybody back to open because we care about our customers. We really want them to be able to not just get open, but stay open. And me, you know, I'm, I'm here where we're, we're working through it. We're, we're just reopening our offices. We're changing around the, the structure of the company and um, we're getting ready for this next phase, this new normal that everybody seems to have to, get used to. So I really appreciate this time and this platform. Great. Again, welcome. So what are the things, you know, you talked about, uh, you know, there's cleanliness, people are getting open, but it's really, it's, it's, it's either cleanliness or closed down. And, you know, we, we've, we've heard a lot about sanitation and sanitation of equipment, but there's, there's something different that you're doing, which is really disinfecting. And before we sort of get into some of the other services, maybe you could tell us what is the difference between sanitation and disinfecting? Yes, yeah, so um, I, I'm not a scientist, right? I don't pretend to be. I spent 10 years as a classroom teacher. Uh, I spent five years in marketing after college, and now I'm back to doing marketing um, and communication. So I'm not gonna try to make this up. I actually have the CDC's website up right in front of me. And their definition of disinfection and sanitizing. So disinfection is what we do. And that 
kills germs on surfaces of, of objects, okay, or on objects. So that gets rid of it, destroys. Sanitizing is really, by their definition, it lowers the number of germs on surfaces or objects to a safe level that they consider safe. So when we go to clients and we go to customers, and I, I will get into this, but it's, it's, it's a hard sell right now because everybody is used to sanitizing. Um, sanitizing doesn't get rid of the germs. Sanitizing lowers the, the amount of germs. And because what we're coming out of has evolved and mutated and changed so many times, like personally, as a father of two, that's not good enough for me. And I say that to my customers and I don't think it should be good enough for them. And I don't think that we should be complacent with the quote unquote safe level of this germ, because who knows how safe that is for my, my aunt, you know, or somebody else I come in contact with. So we disinfect and we kill the germs um, on the surfaces, on the objects and in every crevice. So that's, that's really the difference. And again, not my words, it's CDC's website is right here. Well, and part of, and part of that, and it's a really good distinction, you know, because part of what we need to do uh, in, in the food service industry to get people comfortable going back out to restaurants and going, getting ready for school. I mean, we're, we're, we're starting this summer, you know, and so college universities and K through 12s are all starting to think about how do we get back to open themselves is how do we create confidence that not only are we taking the right precautions day in and day out, you know, wearing face masks and using hand sanitizer and things like that. But when they walk into a building, they're, can, they can be assured that we've, we've, everybody's done the right job to help, you know, to your point, kill the germs or kill the virus or kill whatever, you know, is, is there on surfaces that is going to come in contact with you, your, your food and, and what's, what you might be able to take home or what you might be taking home with you. So when you walk into a, a, a potential customer, you know, what, what are some of the questions that they might ask you? Um, is it, you know, is this like a one and done or is this a something that you recommend to come back, you know, once a month, once every other month? What What is sort of a, a schedule that you might be talking to customers about to ensure that, you know, the, the services yeah. are where they need to be? Great question. So I'm actually going to backtrack to something that you said. So um, when we started this campaign, right, we started this new service. We aren't just offering it to commercial industries anymore. We're not just going after the commercial settings where we have, you know, Tech Express has been around for years. Ecotech has been around for years. People know the names in the commercial area, but we have neighbors in this town. We're in Lindbrook. New York on Long Island, we have neighbors and they need to be safe too. And people need to be able to open their doors to their friends and family to, so that they can celebrate things instead of look, look at the news and get depressed all the time. So like we're offering this to residential areas and to, to answer the question 
that you posed before, how are you going to have the confidence, which I think is a great word to use with this situation, the confidence comes because we're certified. Our technicians went through an OSHA certification uh, program to do this disinfection. And sure, maybe the janitorial staff of the hotel around the corner, maybe they have a spray bottle that says disinfectant, but it's, it might be filled with like bleach. It might be filled with a, a corrosive agent. When our technicians come in, we're using EPA certified, CDC approved, food safe quality um, chemicals. So, I mean, we know what that means, but maybe some listeners don't. That means that it's safe to be used all throughout your kitchen where food touches. Obviously, we don't want it to go directly onto food or open or open um, canisters, but it's a safe product to use on all surfaces. Um, and we certify that and we leave by putting a sticker that says certified disinfected on the front door with a signature of our technician, the, um, their certification number and the date. And I'll tell you why that's important. Uh, I'm sure you, you realize why it's important, but like you said, this is not a one and done thing. And I don't think it will be until we're all comfortable with the level of vaccinations or testing that can get done or antibodies, right? So the reason why we're going to do it this way is because depending on the amount of foot traffic, and I can tell you right now, just by traffic, since I live in New Jersey, every time a new phase happens here in New York, traffic gets terrible for the next few days because people are just chomping at the bit to get out of their house. And it's, um, it's going to continue to happen this way. And so when restaurants are able to open, which they just started to yesterday in phase three, uh, at 25% capacity, I believe, you know, you're going to have the foot traffic again, you're going to have more germs coming in. So like you said, this is, this can't be a one and done, uh, like proposition. This is a, an ongoing service. So this leads me to answering your real question, what you actually asked <laughs> instead of the roundabout way. That's the teacher in me. I, I, I get there eventually. <laughs> so the answer to the question is, how long does it last? Well, depending on the size of your, your location and depending on foot traffic, will determine how long the disinfection lasts. Our disinfection service lasts up to 30 days depending on all those all those other things. So what does that mean? Up to 30 days is like saying like five below, right? The store, things are $5 or below. Like we're in that range. Now I can tell you that unless you're a subway station or a subway, it's not going to be daily. It's not going to be even every several days. For most areas, like an office, like you and I can work in, um, I know we're all we're working remotely sometimes now. Anyway, we're we're saying that you're good for at least two weeks. You know, we're we're giving this peace of mind within our service to get people back in for stretches of time, and um, and so we're we're up to thirty days. That's where our comfort level is, and that's where the the numbers show along with the cdc guidelines 
um, that's that's where they show that we can be comfortable saying to our customers that up to 30 days is where um, is where you're going to be without having to have our service come back. Where customers feel comfortable. So that actually begs the question for me is, you know, as restaurants begin to open back up, um, you know, we already talked about the chemicals being, you know, food safe, but, you know, do you have customers or have you talked to customers about, you know, obviously the busier they get, especially back of house, you know, is it potentially more important to have them do this more frequently? And does that, does that, you know, add a level of confidence for this, for the staff? You know, if you think about it, they're handling food, you know, they're, 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 they're working in tight spaces, you know, and obviously they, you know, the restaurants themselves should be taking the precautions and, you know, taking temperatures and making sure that if you don't feel well, stay home and, and everything that we've, we, we've been told to do over these last several months, but is there, is there, um, you know, or have you found, you know, with customers, a correlation of the busier they get, the more comfortable they would seem to have you come back more frequently. So I'll be very, very open and honest with you. Right. It's, it's just us anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so our customers are pushing back because they've been closed for so long and they don't have the money for it. And so really, without regulation, I just posted this on, on LinkedIn in a, a lot of groups, because if there's no regulation, who's interested? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, why do they need to spend money that they don't have now? They've been closed for three months, almost four months. How can they, how can we possibly go in or how can I possibly call someone and say, Hey, hey, uh, Parts Town, uh, let me come to your warehouse after you've been shut down for four months and, uh, and let me disinfect and it's going to cost X amount. And by the way, we're going to have to come back next month and do it again for the same price. But I, I, guess, I guess for me, though, that I think the opportunity then is, you know, for customers to understand, you know, it's, it's, it's cleanliness or closed down. And if there is an opportunity for, for them to help attract customers back in you know oh i get it i get it. I totally up that that clean message that disinfected yeah. message is really is really something that they need to need to think about i mean obviously i'll tell you, you know, that there's a lot of misinformation going around that sanitary uh, sanitary is disinfected you know and that's why we started the way we did we started mm -hmm. with the definition and, and differentiating between the two you know, disinfecting is disinfecting. Sanitizing is great, but it's not the same. And until there are regulations that say disinfection is needed, people are going to be comfortable using the sanitizing sprays that they can get from the like the restaurant um, uh, material suppliers you know they're going to be comfortable using their janitorial staff with the sprays that they use on the surfaces we have a proprietary blend of chemicals that's hydrogen peroxide base and so hydrogen peroxide is non-corrosive hydrogen peroxide is if you break it down to its chemical form it's 
like the the chemical equation for water is h2o we all know that hydrogen peroxide is h2o2 which means that it just gets a little bit extra oxygen and it creates this disinfectant so we're using a water-based chemical and it's disinfecting and killing the germs and the way that we're doing it is using a uh, ulv electrostatic cold fogger and so i don't know if you're familiar with this tool i could go into it if you want um but it's an amazing way to really get all surfaces all crevices and every single spot that maybe you don't know about but in a restaurant or a hotel like some little kid is going to find a little spot that hasn't been touched yeah and so i mean so you talked about non-corrosive and you talked about your you know tech express how how does this how does sanitizing and equipment restart sort of go hand in hand um so how does it go hand in hand you just said right it's clean or closed but but clean is not not clean enough and so i mean i love the i love the the turn of phrase clean or closed i think it's very catchy but i also think like we've been we've been marketing this uh, with email blasts and we've been getting some pushback like i said and i think that that it's perfectly fair for me to be honest about that um and we're we're facing a lot of people who are saying like no we're clean we're we're good we have this spray so how does it go hand in hand with reopening again i'm going to go back to this regulations we know in the in this industry in this disinfection industry through our context that regulations are coming and they're going to come down and whether it's now whether it's in a month or 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 two months you're going to have to have a certain level sort of like you get graded uh in the in the restaurant industry you get graded on the cleanliness factor you're going to be graded on your disinfection or how 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 many germs per million or or like the levels you're going to get graded and so we know that our material is well surpassing the regulations that are coming and so i don't want our companies to close back down i don't want our restaurants to close back down i don't want the um sports areas to, to close back down i don't want anybody to close back down but clean or closed ends up with closed because it's not clean enough and so you need to get disinfected so that you can remain open when these regulations come otherwise they're going to close you down until you're within regulation so why not get ahead of it why not be proactive instead of reactive yeah, no, and I and and I and I think the other, but I think for me the piece is you know when you're if you when you because you're you're combining this with the restarting of equipment, you know, so when you go in to restart a piece of equipment, you know, is disinfecting changing how that equipment restart is performed? You know, is that is it? You know, is it? Um, you know, is you, are you looking at different areas within a piece of equipment versus you know what a typical restart of a piece of equipment that hasn't been down for a couple months you know so are the techs getting in there a little bit deeper and sort of saying hey no we actually have to make this change to make sure that you're disinfected because you know something 
So that's a great question. That's a that's a that's actually a great point, right? Like so, our technicians, like I said, they went through this course to get certified, and this course was was geared towards um, our industry. It was geared towards these preventative maintenance, these maintenance um, technicians, so that they knew the places to get and. So our service technicians um, are going to start disinfecting and all of our service technicians are going to have a disinfection um, fogger, like I spoke about before, the ULV cold fogger. And for each install or warranty maintenance or any maintenance that we do, you know, our big thing that, that we came up with is we're going to take nothing from you and we're going to leave nothing with you. So we're not going to leave any germs there and we're definitely not going to take any so in order to protect our technicians and to ensure that the surfaces that they've touched are safe we're going to disinfect and you know what that might not be popular at first but we're protecting ourselves and we're protecting our technicians and at the end of the day we're protecting our customers no for certain i mean and safety really is you know it's, it's not a buzzword anymore. It's really, you know, the core of what we all have to do and be vigilant around, you know, if we want to, if we want to get back to back to normal or living with the new normal, we have to be, we have to be safe in the way that we do it. So after, after you've gone through and you've disinfected a location, you know, we talked about it being 30 days. Are, is there any guidance that you're providing customers between you know, what could be the first disinfecting and the second disinfecting, you know, is there, is there cleaning practices that you're recommending types of products that you're recommending that they need to keep on hand to make sure that, you know, they can stay clean. That's a really great question too, man. You're, you're, you got good questions today, man. Um, I, here's, here's how we go about doing it. The way that our electrostatic ULV cold foggers work is that they charge the particles of the disinfection and so they literally it's as if they're being magnetized to the the um, the different areas and the different surfaces and so you don't have to change your routine in the in the restaurant business if if you have a sanitizer spray that you then use every night to close down, use it. You're doing the same thing. The, the ULV cold fog allows you to, to be back to a certain sense of your normal from before this happened. Now, let's say somebody comes in and now with all the, the tracing that you can do, let's say that somebody comes in and and they test positive later on, and you find out that, hey, somebody that was in here tested positive, like obviously you're gonna wanna call us back in and do another disinfection. Now, if it's a day later, like you don't have to rush, but I would still feel more comfortable as a potential patron to have like an updated sticker, even if it was very recently, you know? I even as an owner of that restaurant, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you be like, well, I, I need to protect my, my employees, my customers, myself. 
Like I, I can't close down. And if people start popping up with, with positive tests and they get traced back, like you're going to see businesses get shut down for a certain amount of time just so they can contain it. And this disinfection process is a way to contain uh, microbursts, you know, instead of outbursts. So, you know, I, like I said before, um, and I sort of lost my train of thought, but uh, I'm sure you'll edit it out. It's cool. So go ahead. I'll, I'll remember <laughs> it eventually. Yeah, no, it leads me to, you know, a, a, another question is, is that, you know, prioritization of surfaces within, you know, back of house, front of house, you know, as, as you, as you move through, you know, are there, are there surfaces or spots in a kitchen that you, you, you spend more time on to make sure that you, you really gotten into all of the places, you know, and, and things, and things like that, you know, where, where, you know, which then, because we've talked about disinfecting and sanitizing, sort of working in conjunction, that then can become a recommendation for for customers to say, "Hey, you know, we spent we spent some extra time on this piece of equipment. Here's why you should also spend some extra time at night, or you know, every other every few hours, depending on regulations, like you said, that you know might start to come out because of you know potential." you know, hot spots or, and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I always resort back to, to, uh, foot traffic, right? So <clears throat> our technicians are told that if there's higher foot traffic in a specific area, an entrance, uh, a bathroom area, common areas, you know, the tables, um, the line in the back of the house, you know, you're going to spend, you're going to see technicians spend more time in those areas because again, if somebody were to test positive, where are they likely to be? Where were they likely to have been touching or been close to? And so our technicians are trained to target those high traffic areas, spend more time there while always hitting every area. And the, the really cool thing about this whole process <clears throat> sorry about that is that um it's a fog right so there is no puddling of of liquid there's no danger to to anybody that comes in the chemical process needs 10 minutes to disinfect completely 10 minutes so it's a very quick process when the application is there the issue is still though that with no money and no regulations, there's no interest, right? There's no, there's no outcry. You know, we have an application for Ubers. We have an application for taxis. We have an application for, for our, our restaurants, our hotels. We have applications for outdoor areas. You know, we just, our customers are struggling to just reopen as is. And so we are actually, um, we're going to some local restaurants just to do some like um, advertising photo shoots and promotional stuff. And we're giving away our service the first time to some neighbors, some longtime clients, because we want our area to open back up quickly. And we're offering 
we're offering steep discounts um, for first service. And uh, I mean, it's, it's really, I know the argument against it. I know that people don't have money. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me that that's, that's the reason you're going to say no. Does that make sense? It does, but I also, I mean, I, you know, I think it's, you know, as we talked about at the at the at the start, it's that education between mm-hmm. disinfecting and sanitizing. You know, and sanitizing is something that restaurants have been used to doing, um, you know, throughout their their lifespan. But the other thing, I, you know, when we talk about um, you know the confidence, so you talked about the sticker that you leave behind, you know. Do customers are are is the general audience? Do they understand what that sticker means? You know, like we see lots of lots of stickers on doors when we walk into 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 public places. You know, is there is is that sticker clearly sort of defining? Hey, this is what this means. So that's that's an interesting point, right? So when we introduce this idea. The idea is uh, similar to like if you look at um, a brand that you go pick up at the store and my wife is gluten-free, so I have to look for the gluten-free logo, right? I have to look for like people look for kosher symbols on, on their products. That's what you're looking for. And we have to normalize that procedure. And so people are going to look for stickers that say or or decals that say well i can take this taxi for six dollars but they don't have a disinfecting a disinfection sticker i don't know when the last time this thing was cleaned i can get this car for 750 but it's a certified disinfected car or this restaurant they might like organic food, they might charge me a couple cents more or a couple dollars more, but I know that going in is safe. And I know that I can feel confident in bringing my family here safely because they've been disinfected like this past week or, or a week ago, you know? So we have to normalize that procedure. We have to normalize that expectation. And so that's a societal thing. It's not a. It's not going to happen overnight. We know that. And the sticker is helpful. It's helpful for brand outreach and being a marketing person. You know that's that's always good. Um, but you know n- nobody's looking for it yet because I don't think they they know. Okay. So yeah. So I guess that's you know that to to me is in. You know, and I know there's there's some things coming with the National Restaurant Association and in, in partnership with them and and things like that is you know, and part of the reason we're on the on the on the parts cast today is really to get the word out about you know we've got to we've got to get our restaurants back open, our food service operations back open. What are the what are the best steps to take? And obviously, disinfecting is a really good first step. It's getting that adoption that we need to we need to really hone into every everybody's mind um you know so you know before we before we we close out when you when you leave you know is there a checklist that you provide owners to sort of say hey 
if you notice if you notice anything um it's probably time for us to come back in i i don't know i mean again i'm not a scientist i have it's not that sort yeah. of system it's it's more of like hey if you notice that you're having higher traffic than typical and your comfort level or you see people's comfort level like getting back to pre-covid area like you might want to contact us or if you know we're talking about customers that we know that we have relationships with like they trust us so we're gonna say well since you've opened right because we're not getting in anywhere yet before they open since you've opened have you seen an influx of traffic are you about the same as you were pre-covid are you are you less more like where are you and so we take this internal checklist and so we're going to take that into consideration with you know our initial proposal and we're going to say given what you've told us now we think you'd be okay for about three weeks however if when we start to reopen more and more you're getting more foot traffic we'd really recommend that you call us every two weeks because we don't want something to happen so that you close down for a longer period of time later. Again, this is all about being proactive. You don't want to be reactive in this industry because reactive it means does. closed. And, you know, and I, and I think, you know, it's also, you know, fighting for wallet share and mind share and, and all of the things that, you know, food service operations are going to need to do to get customers back through the door. You know yep. what? Everybody wants to come back. People like I. Um, so I live in New Jersey, and we have this uh, the center of town. Little anecdote for you: uh, we have the center of town in Somerville, New Jersey, and and it gets really busy. And we just opened up for outdoor seating last week or a week or the week before. And I was going in to pick up some takeout, and the outdoor seating was open. And in rolls this thunderstorm. And nobody moved. Nobody wanted to get up from their seats outside and run away because everybody wants to get back to their some semblance of normalcy. They want to eat eat at restaurants. They want to come back. As good of a cook as I, I believe I am, and my, my seven-year-old and two-year-old think, you know, I'm not as good as those chefs. I'm not as good as the the, the restaurants. And we want to come back and the only way to do that is safely and securely and by disinfecting that's the only real safe and secure way to not only get open but stay open it's yeah it's it's all about experience and that's what restaurants deliver matt this has been a really really good conversation again you know this idea between disinfecting and sanitizing and really things restaurants and food service operations need to think about as they get back to open. So thank you for your time and look forward to talking to you again. Wow, thanks so much. I'd love to come back. To find more episodes of our Back to Open series, please subscribe to the ParseCast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more resources to help you get back to open, check out the Town blog and techtownforum.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.